Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, November 28th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the bare bones of Web3, hosted by B Bands with the Space Skellies, with special guest Dave Swinbank. Let's take a listen. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Saberstein. Good morning, Dave. I'm sure EG will hop in, in a little bit. Good morning, NFT Space Cadet. How is everybody doing? I'm well, thank you. Thank you very much for, for having me and uh, the warm introduction. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Oh, there's EJ. If you guys would, um, please tweet out the space. Just let it know everybody. it's live. You can delete it afterwards. Um, just kind of want to get the word out. Good morning, EJ. Good morning. One moment. I'm trying to get my speaker to hook up microphone, but it won't, won't hook up. So give me one moment. No worries. You sound very clear. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Absolutely. You sound perfect. Excellent. Thank you for that, Dave. And nice to see you up here. Thank you. Thank you very much for all of the shares of the things I sent as well. Like, very efficient, guys. I I appreciate that a lot. It it, it means a lot. I kind of rely on other people to tell me what they want shared, like, when we get going. So, uh, this is... Awesome. Well, we're pleased to have you as our guest. Sorry, are you referring to all the um, tweets that we have pinned to the top of the nest? And in the bottom right-hand corner as well, the text box oh. that people should definitely use, by the way. Yes, that was all B-bands. I'm just putting them up there, but she is the master of the, uh, <laughs> the show, so she has all that set up and ready to go. So pretty awesome. I think we should start the show because um, I know we all have um, our things we need to take care of today. And I like to try to keep the show to 45 minutes to an hour. So... Um, the date is November 28, 2022. Welcome to Bare Bones and Web3, Episode 8, with your hosts, Saberstein, EJ the Founder, and B-Bands. This is your weekly dose of Web3 news, opinions, market analysis, and updates. The show is sponsored by Space Skellies. Please see the link below for more information. This show is for entertainment and information purposes only. Don't be silly. This is not financial advice. Information, entertainment. None of the topics discussed should be taken as such. If you are interested in these topics, please do your own research. Now, I just want to thank you again for coming to episode eight. This week, we have a special guest, Dave Schwinback, the co-founder of Polygon Alliance, an entrepreneur, Spaces host, and blogger. So I'm going to start today with our news. And then uh, we'll go on to our markets. And today and this week on Barebones Newsreel. So the blockchain needs nodes to run. But with 62% of Ethereum nodes being dependent on AWS, which is Amazon Web Services, the majority, that majority is an interesting twist as Ethereum's main reason for existence is for decentralization. And AWS, Amazon Web Services, is a very centralized entity. It controls a major of the uh, majority of the nodes and essentially could be able to disrupt the chain. 
It's interesting to note that about seven days previous to this um, information coming out, that AWS pledged to India $4.4 billion by 2030 to increase its cloud computing power. The data center will require 48,000 full-time jobs annually, which is amazing and really good for India, I believe. So I just wanted to touch on that. I also want to give our guests a quick a second if they'd like to share anything or if anybody has anything to say on it. Not, not in regards to that. That was uh, an interesting fact. I knew there was a lot of nodes in one place for, for Ethereum. I didn't realize it was that heavy under Amazon. So uh, really interesting to find that out. I've been the node uh, and the decentralized aspect decentralization aspects hugely interesting for for what is actually decentralized as well so no thank you for that all right well there's a new feature um by dex uh one inch dex aggregator so it's called rabbit rabbit hole this feature created by one inch uh dex will be used to stop front running transactions since transactions are broadcast publicly on the blockchain Transactions can be front-running. Well, what is front-running? In an article on the block, it explained it. Um, front-running is also uh, called sandwich attacks. So in the article, it specifically says this, and I'm just going to read it verbatim because I found it extremely enlightening. I said, the issue at hand is sandwich attacks. This is where a trader front-runs a large buy order by buying the token first, pushing up the price. Once the buy order goes through, the token price rises higher, at which point the trader sells at a higher price or vice versa for the whole maneuver. It results in the victim seeing the trade executed at a worse price. Now, I think it's cool that they're offering this free. It's currently a free service, but they will be um, definitely thinking about putting a fee on it. Um, I found it very interesting. I checked my own Zero uh, X. Um, address to see if I had had any sandwich attacks, but thankfully not. But it's probably because I'm not a really big uh, trader or I'm moving uh, too many things. Uh, hold on one second. So uh, I don't know if you guys have anything to say on that, but I can keep keep it trucking. There's got a couple more stories to go. Um, after all that's happened with the uh, collapse of FTX, it's refreshing to see the proof of reserves, which is POR being offered by Binance. It displays the current reserves of Binance, but only the Bitcoin reserves. They plan on adding more tokens. Now, the CEO of Binance is said to be pleased to offer this for his customers. The only thing is there are no negative balances displayed. And although POR hasn't been audited, CZ did state that they will be in the following weeks being audited audited, which will also account for the negative balances. I'm, I'm very thankful for C a CZ wanting to be so transparent in light of everything that's happened um, with the uh, FTX. So on the next news, we have, um, if you've used MetaMask, you most likely have revealed a little more information than you intended. According to a report by Consensus, your IP information is temporarily stored. The main RPC that runs uh, for MetaMask is a third party collecting this data. So um, an easy way to prevent this is to switch your RPC. There are many videos on YouTube on how to change your RPC settings, but if you're running a node or a VPN, this will also work. They, um, while I was writing this, they had updated the user agreement to include um, collecting uh, their date of birth, usernames, contact, and gender. So if you don't want that information out there, make sure you're protecting yourself. Now, for our last um, informational article, um, it's kind of like a little bit of a taboo, and I wanted everybody to kind of have a chance to uh, chime in on it. Um, now, uh, obviously, 
We're all trying to do the Web3 gaming and be a part of the crypto world. Um, in an article in Being Crypto, they talked about the Web3 gaming um, experience having big problems, the user experience being a problem. Um, the Alex Kovacs, which is the co-founder and CEO of walkin.io, which is a uh, health and lifestyle crypto game, he quoted in his um, article that the next generation of Web3 gaming will entail a significantly more sustainable economy, perhaps combining Web2 and Web3 revenue, says Alexei. It will no longer be called play to earn, but more of a play to own and play to create which is fundamentally much closer to the essence of what Web3 is about. Now, like my mind was blown because as I was continuing reading the article, they were also stating how um, the game, the onboarding traditional Web2 gamers, is it's not as intuitive. The experience is not as smooth. Web2 gamers spend months trying to figure out how to play these Web3 games. And the people that are staying in these Web3 games are typically the Genesis users, the people that have been there since the beginning, you know, uh, you know, getting the information on how to play. Um, but there was an interesting thing that they said. They said that the Web3 gamers have an added layer of owning assets like something that Web2 gamers are not interested. So the audience is also different. So they're trying, essentially, they're trying to combine these two. We're trying to combine these two audiences and they're actually very different uh, people. So I find that extremely interesting and I'd love to hear um, anybody's thoughts on that. I, I think that it's the user journey that is so important. Like we're all users. We've all used uh, systems, protocols, websites that are just clunky um, and not friendly and not not easy to use. And I think uh, redefining some of the language um, is massively important to, to onboarding people from outside of our industry, essentially. Um, and you've seen that with like Reddit and digital collectibles and some of the other stuff that's coming out. So no, I think I think they're really pertinent points, and I, I think that owning something and building it from the beginning to potentially create something with it is is buying into the market that we've already got here at the moment the vast majority of the market that's still here certainly in nfts are, are creator heavy from my perspective rather than end user heavy um so that's my my little insight on that for you guys yeah and i would say from a, a gaming can you hear me sorry yes we can hear no it's very good can you hear me? yeah so basically also in gaming because I used to game all the time was if you don't have a good game, it doesn't matter whether it's web two, web three, web four, or whatever they come up with. Um, it has to be a good game. So I think, you know, we're even in the shoes with space skellies. Like we're not going to rush anything because there's a lot of projects out there that this is all they rely on is a video game. So we're taking it as we go. You know, we've already had some of the game being developed as far as characters and things. But as far as what the game is going to offer, whether it's like a create to earn, like that's a really unique thing to think of. Like when you really think about it um, and play to earn is one thing, but like what I always, I always say this, like what's next, like what's next. And I say that to you guys all the time on team calls and everything. It's always about what's next. Like play to earn is one thing, but like, is that really what we want? And we'll find out. Like we always say we make the best decision for the community um and if there's something a unique game that comes out that's like a create to earn or it's a mixture of things um you you got to bring those to life by creating a game that people can learn and pick up on quickly that is enjoyable because uh, in the web 2 world yeah we're all used to how certain games are done um, but when you throw in the blockchain of web 3 having to connect wallets like 
sometimes people just don't want to go through that much extra steps just to play a game. They're just like, you know what, never mind. And they uninstall the game. Uh, so there's the fine line. Where do you go? How far do you go? And how complex does it have to be? Um, you know, some holders want it to be a holders only game and some people don't because it turns people away. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot to go to it. And I'm excited to see uh, and hear that more people kind of are thinking the same thing, you know, what's next. Um, so yeah, it's going to be exciting and we'll, we'll take it as we go as do many projects and make the right pivots as we need to. Thank you guys for sharing. Well, on that note, we'll switch it over to Saberstein, who will be bringing our um, crypto analysis. I don't know why I, my, I was just slipping on my words. Hey, Saberstein. And then after that, EJ. <laughs> hey, B-Bands. Yeah, sorry, guys. I had an issue at the, just the very beginning um, with uh, being able to hear her. So I had to drop off, come back on. Um, okay. So good morning, everyone. Uh, Bitcoin held the demand area and bounced from a low of 15,476 uh, to a high of 16,800, where it rejected the daily trendline resistance and has come back down. Um, so it technically price did break below the previous support of that 15,600 area, but it just wicked down and it never actually closed. Like the candle didn't fully close below. So still technically within the demand zone. So holding the demand area could set it up for an inverse head and shoulders. Uh, volume still average or below average some days. We would want to see some large buying volume come in to push price over the neckline, then come back down to support and confirm before it's considered validated. It's, um, it's nice to be able to like look at a chart and see, hey, this could be this potential pattern. The chart is on the um, above nest. Yes. The first one. Sorry, I should have mentioned that. Um, so it's interesting to see that you can you can spot these patterns and maybe as they're developing, but they're never actually confirmed until they break, um, you know, in, inverse head and shoulders means you break above the neckline and then come back down, test support, confirm support, and then continue on. Um, otherwise, it's still speculative. And so the higher the time frame, also the longer you need to wait for pattern confirmation. So this inverse head and shoulders I mentioned is potentially a daily pattern, meaning you know, each daily candle is going to take a day to form before we actually see it. Uh, the weekly candle printed another similar indecision candle, only this one had a longer lower wick. Similar volume as the previous weekly candle, but still doesn't give us much information other than we're just trading within the range uh, since that leg down from the FTX collapse. We do have room to the upside for a retest of resistance, but obviously also still room down to find those bigger buys. Um, Bitcoin moving up, then trading sideways at the end of the week gave some alts room to move up. So since our last show on Monday, Doge increased 51%, Link increased 32%, and Litecoin increased 41%. Elon sent out a tweet with slides from his Twitter company talk and conveniently left the payment section blank, which could have led followers to suspect it could be Doge in the future. So that was my idea for the rise in um, Doge price. Chainlink has staking... Uh, uh, what is it, version 0.1, early access in December, which will open to the public shortly after the early access phase ends. So participants potentially purchasing to take part. I have not seen any catalysts for Litecoin yet. Uh, so it's interesting that these three altcoins increase more than our usual strong alts. I know generally I speak of Matic and Atom, um, which respectively Matic only increased 16% and Atom only increased 19.5% in comparison. Um, I will say that Doge in 
creasing or doge going on a run is generally to me a sign of a local top um i thought that yesterday and actually we did make a little bit of a move down uh sunday evening um so interesting there um so a catalyst akin to the ftx collapse is needed to see another leg down to cause holders to sell and leave crypto bitcoin is now down 77 percent from the high at 69k so to shake out retail down here would require something for them to really lose faith sell and leave crypto until the next bull run Market makers need time to accumulate the coins they distributed at the top and can only do that as price trades sideways within a range for an extended period of time. Unfortunately, that means more boring sideways action. Um, so thankfully, we have some excellent communities within the cosmos to keep entertained for the time being. Um, that is all I have for today. Uh, so next to you, EJ, with the traditional markets. Yeah, thank you, Saberstein. Yeah, there's a lot going on right now. and. It's pretty scary. Uh, so guys, if you can make sure you reminder to all of you, make sure your coins are on ledgers, make sure you're, uh, you protect your investments. Uh, it doesn't matter whether or not we're telling you market analysis, if you don't even have your coins on a ledger. Um, it really is like, it, that's kind of should be crypto 101. Uh, if you don't know how to do it, reach out to somebody and we will help you uh, ourselves included or a founder of your project. Uh, but with that being said, I'm pulling this up right now. Just got on my PC. I always type these market analysis up in the Discord. So if you go into our Discord and you go to market discussion, you can see everything that I'm going to go over over the next five minutes. Um, but as I pull this up, just give me two seconds. Uh, but I hope you guys had an incredible weekend and I'm pulling this up. Uh, let it load and then we should be off to run in here. So as you guys know, the market last week was we had a few days where we were closed uh, Thursday to for the for Thanksgiving and then Friday, the markets closed early. Uh, but a recap of last week was the S&P 500 was up 1.5%. NASDAQ closed at 1.6% up or sorry, 0.6% up. Dow Jones, which I always say this has done significantly well this year. Uh, is up another 1.78%, and Russell 2000 was up 1%. Um, earnings to pay attention to, we have Zoom um, is the biggest one, and then we have DLTR and then ADSK. If you don't know what they are, check them out. Uh, these are all, what, like I said, in our Discord. Um, but for the market analysis going this week, we do have all day today, we have Amazon's four-day event, which is, uh, that begins in Las Vegas. So, uh, this is a big event where people will go over all the technologies and things that are moving forward. Uh, and something to keep in mind, Amazon has started to slow the hiring process and actually remove, I guess, or in other words, fire some employees. Uh, so that is a big, if a company that is, you know, that large is doing this, that is something to keep your eyes on. Um, they typically lead the market. I always tell people, uh, tomorrow, if what companies, if they disappeared tonight, would destroy the market? And Amazon is one of those. So you invest in companies that tomorrow, if they're gone, how would the world react? And Amazon is one of those. So pay attention to what Amazon's doing. Um, they said, so they're so basically, like I have in my report, I said, they're stretching a hiring freeze, meaning not hiring until the first quarter of 2023. So they're playing the next three to four months pretty safe. Uh, so just really pay attention to that. I can't, I can't stress that enough. Uh, then going into Tuesday, um, we have the IPO lockup period for TOP. 
uh, which is just a financial group. And then we have uh, Nestle will host an investor seminar, which you can see all this online. If you go to there, if you're a shareholder, you should be getting this information through emails or through, uh, through paper, through mail, like the old school mail. Uh, and then Wednesday, we have the New York Times Deal Book Summit will include interviews or talks with BlackRock. If you know BlackRock, BlackRock is one of the largest companies in the entire world. Um, so pay attention. And they also are speaking with CEO of Amazon, um, and which is Andy Jazzy now. Uh, so we have Larry Fink, which is the CEO of BlackRock, and they'll be talking with CEO Andy Jazzy. Um, and then Mark Zuckerberg will be there as well. So just think about these three people under one roof or one meeting. Um, there's going to be a lot of significant things being discussed. Uh, Wednesday, pay attention to the market. It might get bumpy. Um, usually these guys don't FUD anything, so they probably won't just throw random information out. Uh, but just just be aware. Uh, and then Thursday, we're going into, we have said this previously in the, in the past, uh, it's an all day for the Chinese electric vehicle makers, which NEO is one of the biggest ones. Uh, Neo has seen a significant drop in their share and the shares cost. Uh, they haven't really held up their end of the deals. Uh, and then we have Xpeng and then Li, which is Lee Auto. Uh, I, I think I'm saying that right, but it's Li and then Neo is N I O and Xpeng is X P E V. If you guys want to check out the Chinese electric vehicle makers, and then to close the week, we have Friday. Um, the November employee employment report will arrive. So. Friday is one of the most important days of the entire week. We have an important day today, Wednesday, and then Friday. If I'm looking at the market, those are the days I'm paying attention to. Um, just really, really get ready for to be maybe if, if the employment report is off more than we think, the market will move. If not, we'll be okay because the economic forecast is 200,000 non-farm payroll additions. Um, so that's a pretty good addition. Uh, the rate is seen edging up to 3.8%. Um, and the average hourly earnings are projected to be at 4.6%. As I always say as well, make sure you guys are getting your raises or asking for raises with the inflation changes. Um, most bosses understand that because they can't find employees. So they're more than happy to give you a raise rather than train a whole new employee. Uh, so don't don't be worried. Do do that if you can take care of yourself. Uh, and then to close the day, we do have some the OPEC, which is the oil market, uh, which will be some discussions with the Russian oil um, and then the seven nations. So pay attention to that. That's it for the market analysis. Uh, and I will pass it back to you, B-Bands. But I hope you guys enjoyed an amazing time with your family. Uh, and B-Bands, you can take it away. Thank you for that. Um, I really, really, uh, every week I appreciate these updates. Um, well, I just want to go real quick and give some space scaling announcements before we um, head into our interview uh, with Dave. So um, currently we have some new things going on. We have a new sub communities. Uh, these communities were formed by the community members. We have a smoked out, which is obviously for your stoners, for the um, red-eyed ones out there. <laughs> we have the crowned, which is a crowned, the crowned um, skelly. We have a toxic skelly, which he looks like he's um, melting and green. <laughs> so each of these, uh, these are all trait uh, based and this is all for fun. Um, I'm really enjoying kind of checking out the different um, uh, groups that the communities are running and just seeing how they're interacting. I'm obviously part of the smoked out group. 
which um, smoked out in the toxic because they're my friends. <laughs> but um, we all have our tastes and, and the different uh, swings. So I really appreciate that. We um, have staking. Staking is now live. There is a Medium article uh, available in the top nest if you have any questions on how that works. The cool thing about uh, Skelly's staking is that Essentially, you are um, the only staking that's locked up is if you're staking on the chain. If you want to gain elixirs, which is part of the game so that you can uh, you, you can be airdropped elixirs. All you have to do is hold skellies in your wallet and then you can get elixirs, which essentially will also allow you to get a spaceship and so on and so forth. So I just want to give you guys um, some of those updates. Do you guys have anything that you would like to quickly share um, about what's going on to space skellies? Uh, before we no, kind of we uh we may or may not this may be alpha it may not be alpha have a staking platform being designed but we're going to leave that there so just get ready we have a lot being done whether it's a bearable market we can always build so it's yeah that's all i had to say for that i just want to mention quickly as well that if you hold five space skellies in your wallet you are also eligible for our christmas airdrop so it's an airdrop just that's happening closer to christmas just for holders who hold um you know, five or more skellies so look forward to that yeah the art looks that's amazing good, by the way no alpha but <laughs> it looks awesome. yeah that that's a good point and we do have uh, our validator officially hit over three million stars state within one week so we actually are already in the top, I think, 75 or somewhere in there. Uh, we've hit over 3 million stars. Um, if you guys need to read up on everything, uh, just go to the Medium articles, uh, go to our Discord, and you can catch up. We have articles that discuss the staking, articles that discuss a little bit in depth of the validators and the elixirs. Um, but that's all I got. I don't want to take up your time. Uh, but B-Bands, you can move it from here. And like I said, any information, come to the Discord, and we'll navigate you to the proper area. Awesome. Well, that's exciting. I wanted to share that with everybody because I know last week I didn't get a chance. I was so excited about the sub communities because I, I enjoy those little trait based communities. But um, well, let's go on to our interview with Dave. Um, Dave, welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you here. Um, would you introduce yourself and maybe tell us a little bit about yourself before we um, continue? <laughs> Yeah, certainly. Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure communicating with you um, in the back end as well, B-Bands. Like, really, really enjoyed the, the conversation before we came on here over DM. So thank you for that. And um, really enjoyed the information you guys have put out today as well. Um, like the format, like the speed of it. Um, yeah, myself, I, I bought my first NFT before I bought any crypto. That's, that's how I started. And that was July last year. Um, everything since then has been a learning curve. So rare. Um, I'm from the UK. Football's a thing, not, you know, with the ball in your feet, not 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 the one that the Americans do. Um, so that that was the beginning of my journey into crypto, and um, I got burnt. I came in with a budget to learn, like you know, everything costs money to learn, whether it's time, you know, your time in money or actual money in experimenting with things. So I came in with that attitude, and and you know, I still I still hold the artwork, but. Uh, maybe the promises were never delivered upon. So I'm not quite sure what we should call that. Um, but that was my introduction. And then I found um, some Polygon creators um, who were, were just, you know, genuine, nice people. Um, and it started with um, like the three that really started were Friday Night Punks, Crypto Goons and Cartridge Punks. 
Um, Friday Night Bunks, I've kind of supported a lot, but the other two, I've become a co-founder with with Matty at Cartridge Bunks and, and Chris um, at Crypto Goons, and we've just pushed like genuine builds that kind of started from art and an idea with no budget to to create brands and exposure. Um, and then off the back of that, my personal account came because I was helping these guys out, and everything was a battle to even talking spaces to get anyone to support you. Um, so my personal account was aimed at offering, you know, uh, an avenue for creators, for people in this space to to get support without having crazy paywalls and things like that. So, yeah, that was kind of my introduction and everything's come off of that, um, you know, a massive community that, that was built around a spaces uh, hosted by Beluga Bay NFT um, and myself, uh, which is still going Um you know, Monday to Friday for this week. And then over December, we're just reducing it back to three days a week. Um, but that space has driven everything, including um, the Polygon Alliance stuff that you've seen, which is which is essentially a back end to support that network that we've built. So, yeah, uh, brief introduction. <laughs> awesome. So, OK, um, you are the co-founder of Polygon Alliance, um, but I also noticed that you had some other ma- major projects uh, uh, t- attached to your Twitter bio and um you know, they were crypto goons, uh, car, car, cartridge punks and uh, one planet NFT. Can you tell me a little bit about how you are, are involved in these projects besides, of course, co-founding the Polygon Alliance? Yeah, so um, I'm co-founder of Cartridge Punks and, and Crypto Goons. Um, Crypto Goons is, you know, uh, they're both PFP projects. Crypto Goons is further along. We own Sandbox. We've got our our own game um, at the moment, um, built built by uh, Bry that Crypto Guy, um, and uh, lots of other things happening. But it's a slow, generic build. It's you know, we've we've all got jobs around this and other things that we're doing. So it's uh it's interesting. Um, and then One Planet, I'm an ambassador for. Um, so uh, they reached out to me as they moved over to Polygon. Um, and, you know, that's how I met you guys and EJ. And I've had a couple of chats with EJ in the past. Um, and, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a night. They're a really good group of people that have got very similar values in, in pushing end users in this space um, as the reason for, you know, sort of blockchain technology, essentially. Um, and I've really enjoyed working with those guys. So what, um, okay, so you've co-founded Polygon Alliance. What was your goal um, with forming the Polygon Alliance? Um, what was your goal in doing that? Like what, tell us a little bit about the Polygon Alliance. And then I, I, I also want to talk about your blog too. But for sure, let's talk about the Polygon Alliance real quick. Thank you very much. Yeah, like, like all of you guys, I suppose, I've got like lots of different things going on. Um, Polygon Alliance is designed to be a place uh, where we can offer uh, education resources and tools um, and hopefully soon services from people within our community uh, to people, um, again, to try and, I don't know, create a level playing field or to try and push for a quality of opportunity where services are affordable um, and tools are accessible um, and and really trying to hold people to account for that um, as much as we can as a group of uh, artists, creators, devs. you know, and, and everything else in between in this space. So you said accountability, is that what you said? Yeah, so like, you know, if someone wants to offer a, a service, like Spatial, for example, that's a really good example of like us as a community trying to hold them accountable for the accessibility issues that they've got. And, and we all understand why a 3D environment like struggles sometimes with load times and stuff like that. Um, but they want to be uh, you know, available for a lot of people. So we've really pushed that from our perspective to, to try and hold a platform um accountable to be accessible essentially um so but but the same with sort of individuals uh, within our community we we really want to push that 
equality of opportunity, I suppose, is the best way of saying it. Oh, okay, okay. All right. So now that we talked about that, I want to talk about your blog. Okay. Um, I read a few of your blog posts and I found them extremely insightful. I didn't read them all. You know, of course, I had to start at the beginning. Um, but when I started at the beginning, I'm reading you fully doxing yourself, like full, straight up, something that I never read. People on Web3 don't always do that. It's not like the first thing you read about somebody who's like, you know, I guess running a space. Um, it was extremely refreshing. I mean, like it was like seeing a real person like develop and come into Web3. Like it's almost like I felt I felt like I was uh, privy to like special information. And uh, like you're, you're this just what made you decide that you wanted to share your story with the very private Web3 world? And um, I encourage people in the crowd, if you have a chance, just, you know, pick it up. There's not, you know, there's not that many um, entries. I'm going to continue reading little by little, but it's, it's, I don't know, just, I, I enjoyed it. But uh, if you could answer that question. Yeah, thank you. Um, I, I think, so right from the beginning, I kind of understood that people are, like, people are huge in Web3, right? Like the connections are, are genuinely real. People feel part of things if they get involved. Um, they want to be included in decision making. Um, and, then, and then when I sort of started pushing my Twitter account September last year, um, like that was a big part of it is I wanted it to be real. I wanted people to know the person behind the PFP. Um, I'm, I'm an emotional guy, always have been, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Um, and I spent far too long, you know, not doing that for, for various reasons. So um, a big part of this is for me to be true to myself and to be true to the values uh, that I found that have really benefited me as an individual over the last five years in terms of sort of self-growth um, from an individual perspective. And, you know, I, I think Twitter in this world really understands and appreciates gen genuinity, if it is genuine. And, and a lot of people can tell almost instantly if you're being real or not with what you're saying. Um, so, yeah, pushing pushing that person behind the art or the emotion behind the art or the person that's there I think is super important um, to a lot of people and, and something that's been massively important to my journey. Thank you. Um, thank you also for sharing. I'm looking forward to continue reading um, the rest of your uh, blog. Uh, Sabre, actually, um, we were chatting because she was also reading the blog. So, hey, Sabre. She had a Hi. question. Yes. So, um, on your third installment of your blog um i was reading and you share with us that with your projects you lost hype twice there were some bad decisions and a fallen team and so i'm just wondering what motivated you to keep building through all of those struggles i know a lot of um people out there in our audience um saw the fall of Terra, and so some projects have come back and some have just passed on so it'd be interesting to hear from someone who is a co-founder of projects um just where you're you know what motivated you so that was crypto goons the, the my pfps are a crypto goon and um we, we were art first so the, the chris my my co-founder um you know he dropped art and we all found him afterwards and he introduced us to the team we built quite a lot of you know just genuine good feeling um and and belief and, and strength because of who we were even though we didn't have a dev which is the craziest thing um and uh you know it was it was interesting and and that hype runs out if you don't have a dev because you can't keep delivering on you know we delivered for like six weeks from nothing on all sorts of crazy stuff that we had no right to deliver on um and then we just couldn't keep keep doing that and and you know we learned we were chasing it a little bit as well and that was a massive lesson to learn, right? Hype's unsustainable. 
if you keep offering something bigger and better, eventually there isn't something bigger and better. Um, and that's that's not a good place to be um, as a as a project or a business. So, yeah, I think that was the the overview of it. Essentially, the the reason to keep going is because of the values and how we set it up and what we want to achieve. You know, the a big part of what we want to do at CryptoGoons is really have our holders own the IP really have them add to the storytelling version of what we're building um, and what's going to come as we open sort of sandbox and and start with our, our second series, if you like, next year. Um, so that was one part of it. And the other part was, you know, one of our core values that we set up was to, to lift people up and not pull people down. Um, and me and Chris, you know, we had a long talk about options and stuff. And it, it was really important just to keep pushing and, and to not go invisible when other people were doing the same thing. And, you know, this was around the, the, the height of the bull run last year, mainly. So this was kind of September, October, and then again into December. So it was a, a really interesting time to be going through all of those things. Thank you so much. Oh, say so soon. No, I'm sorry. I was going to say the same. Thank you so much for that uh, insightful look into, I guess, the behind the scenes of that. I really appreciate it. Well, guys, it looks like we've got some extra time and I kind of wanted to open up uh, the floor. If anybody had questions um, or, you know, anything to say, I see we got Crypto Tank up here. And if anybody wants to raise their hand, they're more than welcome to. All right. Oh, we do have. Let me get him in here. We got Robo. While you're saying that, um, I believe Tank uh, is probably on his own, um, uh, doing his own stream right now on Twitch. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. So as soon as we're over here, I'm, I'm definitely going to go and hop on that one. Oh, sorry. Hi, um, Robo. Heard, Good morning. I heard. Hello, darling. Hello. I heard Dave uh, talk about uh, England and football. Uh, obviously, he's watching like the World Cup right now. I just wondered if he could give me uh, the name of his uh, football team. Hello, Dave. Who who do you support? Um, the team that you would know would be Brighton and Hove Albion. Um, but I actually like a little team in the eighth tier of football that plays in our local town called Burgess Hill Town Football Club. Um, they play in front of like 400 people kind of thing on a Saturday afternoon. So, yeah, that's where I'm at with football. Brighton's Brighton Orca, wow, Brighton's such a, if anyone knows like Blighty in England, uh, Brighton is like just such a glorious place. Uh, a famous man once said like when you get on the train from London to Brighton, the ambition just starts to like drift away from you. Uh, but if you're on the south coast, dude, uh, yeah, the beautiful part of the world, mate. Lovely to hear from you, mate, Dave. I, I enjoyed tonight, yeah. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to, to hear your voice as well. I've moved to the southwest, so I'm actually on the North Devon coastline, which is absolutely stunning now. Um, but I always have fond memories of Sussex. It's a, it's a pretty place of the world. Yeah, the, uh, the south coast of England would surprise quite a few people. It's uh, quite a, a beautiful place, yeah. Uh, but fans, I just want to say congratulations on an epic, like really good interview. Uh, and uh, listen to you guys, Mike. Awesome. Thank you very much. Well, thank you so much for coming. And I'm so glad Dave was here to um, chat with us. And um, oh, we have one another request. Hi, Ghostface. All right. Um, I've got two people that requested to speak. Um, Ghostface, are you ready? Can you chat? 
I can chat. I don't know what attendance. I just want to say, Dave, I gave a thumb down for your your footy club because uh, they they beat my time to time. But Brighton is a fun place. I got lost in Brighton. I just kept walking down the pier, and uh, I had a speaking engagement at the university up on the hill. And uh, Brighton is a lovely place, so you must be a lovely man as well. So see, keep being authentic. That's what we need in these spaces. Thank you so much. Yeah, Brighton's a treat, like a, a Victorian kind of modern treat all mixed together. It really is. Um, yeah, no, I'm glad. I hope you enjoyed your time uh, whilst you're in, in the UK and in Brighton, Ghostface. Hey, Timmy. How's it going? Um, I just wanted to ask, is this is this like a reoccurring thing you guys do? Because this is the first one I've tuned into and I love the format. Um, yeah, we do. This is episode eight. So we've done it eight, um, eight Mondays in a row. Um, we will skip the Monday after no, after Christmas, though, like to keep it real. But um, every other Monday, um, we'll have a 45 minute show at 10 a.m. And um, it's just there's so many spaces out there. We want to give everybody the opportunity to go and enjoy their, their spaces and also to just kind of get them ready for the week with some information. And quickly, <laughs> you know. Well, I just I love the format, so I'm definitely gonna be tuning in in future. I love the little like market overview and then some specifics. So, you have a new fan. Oh, thank you, Timmy. Tender Joe, so tender. Well, anyways, guys. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, on that note, um, I guess it looks like we're gonna be wrapping up unless anybody has anything else to say. All right. Well, um, we made it at almost a little bit short, shy of 45 minutes with quite a bit of, oh, we, oh no, Jimmy, not today, babe, not today. Um, we ha- did have a wonderful time and. Uh, was that Jimmy? Wait a minute. Jimmy, was that Jimmy? Wait a minute. Jimmy, Jimmy there's, a, there's a Joe for you in the next collection. I hope you collect it, bud. Well, Jimmy, you've overstepped <laughs> the mark. Too many sorry, sorry, I'm the nice guy. Wait, wait. Jimmy, you've overstepped the mark too many times. You can't come in here, dude. Sorry. This is for nice people. Yeah. Okay. No, Do apologize to me. <laughs> um, Jimmy, we'll chat another time. Well, thank you so much for joining us for Bare Bones of Web3. Have an incredible day. Listen, next week, our guest will be the IBC Friends Project. There's Please tune in as there is a lot of interesting and exciting news to share with their project. Um, we look forward to chatting with them. And if you have questions, please come with your questions. It would be awesome to have some more input. All right, guys. Have a wonderful week. Thank uh, you. Thanks, everyone, so much. I'm just wondering, does, does EJ want to quickly uh, sign us off? If he has some time. <laughs> you guys we love always, it. You guys always like it. to sign it off. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yes. well, as we always say at Space Kelly's, you know, good vibes are everything. So uh, choose to find the good and the bad, no matter what the situation may be. Uh, it might be a rough week in the market, but there's always something out there to be thankful for. So you guys have an incredible day, morning, night, wherever you are in the world. And as always, if you need us, just reach out. We're here for you. So enjoy your time, guys. And thank you for all the support. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was The Bare Bones of Web3, hosted by B-Bands, with special guest Dave Swinbank. Recorded on Monday, November 28th, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. 
now with Spark IBC enabled. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay. Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way. Resuscitating major players in the waiting room. Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools. Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom. Slayed a few in my early years, often ate the shrooms. Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news to let us know what we should believe as the latest truth. Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio. Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role. Sorting through support from your endorsements. Of course, we're tripping balls, handed reports it. The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view. Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop. Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good. So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the lash, letting rhythm scratch Dope shit, spitting facts with my vision smash Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine The latest proof ain't a way to move Change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads Living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger Licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute Then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Two spaces.